Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha. It is me, Makani. Welcome to Culturized. Uh, I'm so excited. And we are, this is a, the space we've created. What Culturized is all about. A lot of people I see out and about and they say, what is Culturized? What is Culturized? Um, a lot of people think culture is ethnic, like Hawaiian, Samoan, Tongan, Filipino. Culture is just 10 or more people believing and practicing in the same thing. Um, I truly believe that if we all learn a little bit about each other's cultures, we'll all be better off. Um, so we learn. We learn, talk, share culture, whether it's ethnic, whether it's social, whether it's um, native. Today, native and ethnic. I am so excited uh, because sitting with me today, I've tried to get her on the show uh, many, many times, but she's busy because she's an entertainer. She's a mom. She's grandma. She's all these things. Um, and we go back, way back, um, Entertainment Days to Paradise Cove. We'll talk about a little bit of that. But she's here today to share a little bit about herself in Tongan culture. Uh, Liu Waki. Liu, as I know. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Malo Lele. Tell everybody, what's what's the greeting word in, in Tonga? Malo Lele. Malo Lele means well, aloha. How are that. you? Right off the bat. Um, before we get into a little bit more of Tongan culture, what high school you went to? I went to McKinley High School. McKinley High School. Yes. Um, where did you, go to McKinley? Where did you grow up? Were you in town or I? I, I grew up in town. Mm. So small story, funny. Uh-huh. Um, I went to Waikiki Elementary. Really? Yes, in Waikiki because uh-huh. we lived up Diamond Head. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went to Saint Augustine's. Okay. It it's no longer there. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, I went to Marino. Wow. Got kicked out. <laughs> and that's how I ended up at, then I did a couple months at Washington Intermediate and then went to McKinley. No way. Yes. So you, if you can remember that far back, what was it like going to those different schools? Was it really different or you would see some of the same people that you would hang out with in, in that circle? No, it was different because then like, I always my I live more of a sheltered life, mm-hmm. so it was just always a lot of just family. Mm-hmm. And then when I started going to um, to Washington Intermediate, you know, and then you get all the blalas <laughs> and the tatas, <laughs> yeah, you know all the. Uh, and that was you, it. It was just like it was a fun carnival <laughs> time, you know. You, away from the home, away from the family, yes, and, yes. and within smoke weeds, you know, <laughs> smoke cigarette, you know. Because, like you said, in 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 Dongan families, you were very sheltered. Yes. Speaking of which, you know, you did all these smoking weed. Get, you could do all <laughs> these things away from away from the house. What was it like growing up in the house? Strict. Really? Yes, very strict. I was the only girl. How many brothers? And I had. Four brothers. Wow. So you you were right. And in, I was you the were baby right the as scrum. well. Yeah. <laughs> because like my brothers were way older than mm. me. They were like 10, 11, wow. 12, 13 mm. years older than mm. me. Yeah. What do you remember about growing Was it very... So, you know, you have local culture. You have, of course, growing up Tongan. Your, your ethnic backgrounds, Tongan. Tongan. What what was it like growing up in the household? What, was it very... Was it very cultural very cultural we were not allowed to speak english at home 
So once you come home, you take off the English thinking, mm-hmm. and we were to speak Tongan as wow. kids. Because mm-hmm. um, for my uh, my dad, because he was so um, close in the culture mm-hmm. that he didn't want us to lose like the language. That. I like that. So we spoke Tongan, and oh, what's chop suey, but really, yeah. And was he, when it was chop suey, did he get upset? Yes. Really? Um, because I was the kind, you know, saying a Tongan sentence, uh-huh. and then I would use the word and. <laughs> so, and so-and-so, yeah, wow. instead of like more meaning and, and. yeah. So even little so, things like that. Yeah. Adding in an English word. No way. Yeah. Was um, as you know, as as Polynesians, we always our our parents are always you know do something like whack, you get whacked. Did, right. Was that was that part of it? No, my oh. my mother was the whacker. Okay, I was just gonna ask you, who <laughs> did you fear most? Because I think of you think about Tongan male, Tong, was mom Tongan? She's so, Tongan, but I didn't fear her. I oh, feared my dad. Okay, I, I want you to. We'll talk a little bit more about that. If you're joining us, I'm sitting with my good friend Liu. She's going to share some Tongan culture with us. You know, growing up in Hawaii, and I love the fact that dad made sure she knew her Tongan culture right here on Culturized. Bringing you what matters. Viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code a high thing. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha, it is me, McCunny. Welcome back to Culturize. I'm so excited. Uh, my good friend Liu is here. Um, you know, we go way back, but I, I, I could not wait for her to come on the show because I wanted her to share uh, Tongan culture with us. And, and you know, when I was at Paradise Cove, you'd always share these these little stories here and there. It was always interesting because you would not only, and we'll get into it later about, about dance and music of, of Tonga, but you choreographed a lot. But I want to get back to growing up in the Tongan culture. Um, the fact that amazing that dad was like, no, we could be in America, we could be in Hawaii, but you are going to know Tongan culture, which a lot of families, you know, sometimes don't do today, right? They move to America and they say, no, we're going to be American. Um, what are some of the, did you have, were there um, customs and things like you said, once you got into the house, English thinking, English language, pal, were there things in Tonga that, um, or in Tongan culture that you did at home? Like, um, so the only thing I can think of, like obviously church, right? Right. Um, and what what do you call the, is that what it is? Well, in our culture, mm-hmm. for us as young women, mm-hmm. yeah. So our clothing, at home or anywhere we go, it was never above the knee. Oh, okay. Yeah. So shorts was out of it. Did, were you one of those girls that when you left the house, you had yes. shorts at your friend's house? Yes, <laughs> I had the bottom apple shorts. <laughs> You know the one with the double <laughs> flip okay. on the side. But where did you did you have it at home or you had your friend you tell your friends bring them? No, no, I I kept that away. No I way. hide them. No, I had I put them in a plastic bag and throw them over, you know, our oh, big so, gate. And so when you walk out, oh, that's yeah. classic. Um, that's too funny. And so when you're in the house, every, you're fully clothed down fully, to the knees. Yeah. It's very modest. As a woman, you have to dress modest. And at the same time, for the the men too, like my brothers, no no tank top, 
Really? Yeah, they I always didn't know wore that. a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to cover. Uh-huh. And the and the same for them. They were their shorts was the only time they wear like short shorts is to play rugby. Right, because I was just gonna say. Yeah, but at home and anything else with with gardening or anything. Interesting. No. Wow. Um, was when it came when it came, obviously clothing. Were there certain things you folks did, like say? Uh, the only comparison I think, you know, like when you're in Samoa, 12 o'clock, the church bell ring, you gotta go, you better go find shelter. And mm. you, it's the same for no. Tongue culture. Because religion was a huge part. Yeah, religion was a huge part. We fear our faith. Yeah, our faith was God. Mm. So everything that we did was, you know, in, with, in line with what his, you know, the commandments right, the command, yeah. and all. Yeah. So, but then at the same time, like my dad, he was like, yeah. Because in our Tongan culture, as being a father and mm-hmm. the head of the family, mm-hmm. me as a daughter mm-hmm. or the children, uh-huh. we cannot eat his af- leftover, really? cannot touch his face, cannot wear his clothes. Uh-huh. It was like taboo at that time. Now you see everybody, kids, you know, whatever, you know, but back then, no. So part of that, so we, we go back to the, you have both powerful parents, mom and dad. You feared dad more. Yes. But mom was the one who gave you the Mom crack. is the one. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. She, you know, when I got older, uh-huh. but when I was younger, you know, and she used to, I didn't get too much into trouble uh-huh. here, but when we used to go to Tonga during really? the summer, yeah, Bra, she stands from <laughs> from um I got the bra the balcony part uh-huh. of our home. Uh-huh. Yeah. She stands there with her with her um hands on uh-huh. her it's like already you know you'll know. You know. And you know what it is? She pulls out the the kind of rope. You you know the the one the, rope, make the, the one we tie the cows with? <laughs> because we <laughs> Yes. Me and my cousins, every time we get together in Australia or in New Zealand, uh-huh. we always talk about my mother right. and her big, the big fat rope. And she and lick you guys. Mm-hmm. Really? And, the, and does she call you guys in to get, because yes. that walk from where you're playing in the field to the house is the worst walk ever. It's just because our home, mm-hmm. we're never allowed to play outside our home. Wow. So we can have friends come over and we can play in, in the yard. And we had a big, big, and we still have a big yard, mm-hmm. but we're not allowed to go and what's up with everybody. Uh, I, I want we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about Tongan culture and, and Liu. I want to find something out about what it's like visiting Tonga for the summer. We're gonna have some kapa kava, but we're gonna continue this conversation unculturized. Aaron C. Travel Center, best group tours throughout the world. Let's go travel and see the world to make beautiful memories. Call 808-951-9800 today. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha, it is me, Makani. Welcome back to Culturize. It is me, Makani. I'm sitting with my very dear friend, Liu. Um, we go back to Paradise Cove days, even even further before that. We're t- you're sharing Tongan culture with us. Um, we're talking about mom, the the... The the, would you say did she have a style with that with that cattle rope of giving you like you know or just go at it? No, she had a style. Yeah, and it was the upstroke <laughs> down. It's the upstroke down. And it's not a straightforward, but it's a swing. 
But do you notice this? Because I noticed about my mom too. My mom was she. I think if there was a a professional team on licking giving, I think women would be the best. My mom. I would always say created mental warfare because same as, as your mom, she would stand there. My mom would do this. She goes, go upstairs and pick a belt. I was like, what, you go me pick something to you lick me with? <laughs> oh, man. And then we would pick a belt and then she would make us wait. She would make us wait like five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20. You're just like... What you don't know when she's going, and just when you think she's going to forget, and just when you think everything is okay, she's coming up the stairs and just as wow. mad as she was the first time. That's why I'm visioning in my head you playing with your cousins in the yard that walk from the yard all the way to your mom. What what kinds of things is it? Is it um, so was was it fair to say that mom kept you folks in line? Yes. And dad was, he, he was the king of the household. Yes. That's interesting to me of all those things that you talked about in, in Tongan culture. You don't use his clothes. You don't touch his face. Um, being the only female in the family, were you, were you put on a pedestal? Were you, or, or how are females in a Tongan family? Yes. Were well, you, I was mm -hmm. because I was the only, mm. only daughter. Okay. So I was more spoiled. <laughs> but yet my mother had taught me, she would come and tell me, come mm. watch her. She made beef stew or wow. make curry, mm. you know, things like that. When I got a little bit older, she'll have me come to watch. Mm. I never can touch the food. I just watch. Really? Yeah. When uh, mom and dad came, were they together already before they came to Hawaii? Yes. Um, where, where in Tonga did they come from? So... It's, it's a branch, yeah, mm -hmm. but the main where we, the island that where I was born and raised in is Folaha. Okay. Yeah, but my dad is part Homa. Okay. That's his mother is from okay. um, Homa, and then his, um, and Havakatolo, which is the father's side. Mm -hmm. But because they were missionaries, uh -huh. they traveled, and our, um, our clan was um, brought them to Falaha. Mm. So there was like um, three three different families and they were brought into Falaha to live there and make the people. Ah, I see. So in each clan have their names, right. yeah? And so, yeah, and I was Tuvana. Okay. And we were, you know, with from the missionaries. Yeah, my great-grandfather was a missionary. So how did they eventually come to Hawaii? Well, that was my dad. Okay. So my dad always traveled with the royal family. Wow. When I, before I was born, way before I was born, he traveled with them all over to New Zealand, you know, mm. raising the the um, now king and all Serious. of that. Serious. So then when he decided to come here, mm -hmm. that's how he got his visa was he asked, the king that he wanted to come here and check it out. So he and I came first. Wow. So when we came in 1969, uh -huh. he liked it because it's almost like home. Right. So then that's when he didn't telegram. Oh, <laughs> are you serious? Telegram. Uh -huh. And then the king had came. Uh -huh. Then dad went there. And then he just made a call to Mr. Weaver. The owner of Spence Cliff Restaurants. Really? They were good friends. How? So the, 
I'm I'm just amazed at the fact that your dad was like, I'll call a king and see if I can go to Hawaii. And and but how many he's was with the royal family for so long? Was yeah. that difficult for like they let him? Oh no, go ahead. No, no, because wow. you know they know his time, and right. and plus they were looking at him more of he would be the connection here. So when they come, he wow. would always be here to you know to make sure that everything right. protocol wise. Oh, I see. And that was him. We're gonna get more into the Tongan culture. Leo is sitting with me. I'm, I'm so, I, I love all of these. these are the stories you used to tell me. Now I'm putting it all together. Uh, we're sitting down on culture as we're talking uh, Tongan culture. If you want to comment down below, if you got any stories you want to share with us as well, this is Culturized. For all your money needs, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union is here for you. Visit hificu.com. Windows Hawaii. Windows are not only designed to beautify your home, but also to make your home more secure, energy efficient, and virtually noise proof. Contact Mario now for your free in-home estimate. 808-671-0808. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha, it's me, McKinney. Welcome back to Culturize. Um, uh, now it's it's about the time in the show where I start to get selfish and greedy because I'm learning. I love learning. <laughs> Um, even at Paradise Cove, um, you know, dancing, Leo was always, always teaching, not just, not just dance. Like you had, the, the thing I loved about it is that you would teach us choreography, but you would also make sure that we knew what we were dancing and, and the purpose and all that. And I, I think I'm, I'm just going to say it. There's a lot of dancers today, younger dancers, they, they, they lose that. You just teach them how to move on a stage right. and say, oh, this is a Tongan number, but I have no idea what it's, it's talking about. Um, I want to get back to dad coming over. So he was, did he have a title when, I mean, that was, he made sure all the protocol was set for when the king right. would come? Well, you know, in Tonga, um, each family, because mm -hmm. you cannot be um, doing things for the royalty. Mm -hmm. It's only family. Wow. Yes, you got to be family somehow ah. to be in order. So my dad had studied under Queen Salote III. No way. He studied the culture, dancing, and writing, the music. So he is a punake, which mm. is ikumu. Okay, okay. In, yeah. Now it makes sense. Yeah. And so I was the one that he, everything here, he teaches me. I was like his alakai. Ah. So the, my young, my generation ah. and the older generation of being here in Hawaii, they know when they see me. So I carry on, you know, his um, his teaching his and stuff. Yeah, I cannot, his shoe is too big. <laughs> but you, so, I, but that's what I notice about the, the Tongan culture here in Hawaii, in my experience, is that whenever something comes up, they're always gonna look to you. How do we do this? How do we do that? Um, did the king at the time come to Hawaii a lot? Yes. Really? And every time he visit, it will always be a, there will always be a call or a, or a telegram uh -huh. to my dad uh -huh. to let him know. And then they always came and they stayed at the Alamona Hotel. The king of Tonga stayed at the Alamona yeah. Hotel. Back in the days, wow. yeah, back in the, like, in the early 70s. And then later on, um, Spence Cliff opened his home. Wow. And we were neighbors, remember? Because we all yeah. lived on the estate. So... A couple of times when uh, Queen Salote had, had I mean, uh, Kalamai, yeah. Queen Salote passed early, yeah. but uh, Queen Mother Aho. 
So I remember I was re I don't know what year it was when when did Queen Salote she the, she visited here but she went to PCC I remember what years were that I think that was King Dasan King Tupofa How long ago was that All I remember was they they PCC in the seventies Yeah they I was really young and they just it was like they they set up PCC like the king right. is coming yes and everybody was there and all i remember was i i uh kamaki kanahele at the time he said he was there as well he goes so shame hawaiians every but every other culture had these big pomp and circumstance of the king he goes hawaiians they just in oli it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh no um my who, dad so when they did all of that uh -huh. my dad did the whole the big laka laka from That's, honolulu no. And then Laie was the Tamwe Bell. He was the chief at the at the um, Tongan village at the time. Wow. So it was more like when we lived in the, those days, uh -huh. uh, old man Tamwe Bell would take care of Laie's side, North Shore, and everybody from Kaneohe to here was my dad. So, you know, from dancing and everything he would do. So when, when the king would come, Dad would have to make sure, I mean, where they were going to stay, where they were going to travel. He basically was a head of Secret Service. Yeah, the Secret <laughs> Service had him. So every time when, when Tongans would come to uh -huh. visit and stuff, they would always, the Secret Service got to refer to my dad and they make appointment. And it was always to my dad. That is back in the days, yes. Can you hang out with me for a little while more? Sure. I'm sure. going to encourage you guys. You want to learn a little bit more about Tongan culture, head over to the extended version on YouTube. We're sitting down with my good friend, Liu. Thank you for taking time because I know you're still at Paradise Cove and you're still performing as a musician. But this is what we're going to do on Culturized. <laughs> Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha, it is me, Makani. I'm sitting with my very good friend, Liu. We are having some kapakava. Um, that's lihimoi mango. In, in, in Tonga, how important is kava? I know it's a rhetorical question, but so a lot of people don't know. Oh, it's important. It, it's part of the culture. But before the kava, now, mm -hmm. everybody drinks. Yes. Young and old, girls, boys. But in Tonga, mm -hmm. it's just... Excuse me. It's just, just the men. Really? Okay. So I have a question. So in Hawaii, so as they say, Hawaiians were the only Polynesian culture that didn't drink ava or kava for recreational purposes. Was it the same in Tonga? Was it recreation and ceremonial, or is just? It became recreational after many years. Yeah. You know, everything kind of just right. kind of watered down a little bit and more relaxed. But before, every time, like if you go to a church in Tonga, they always have Abba before. Oh, wow. Before okay. church, like maybe an hour before, uh -huh. and everybody, all the men mm. would go there to have Abba. Wow. And wait, or say Kava. Kava, yeah. And wait until church starts. And then when it's done, they will continue. And then it was always, it was always a time for the men to um, talk about things, you know, that are either in church important or important for the villages because like you know something big is coming up and mm. then the villages they you know they have to delegate things that mm. they need to be done call it a fono and that's when everybody gets together they call the fono and Ava is served wow. and they talk 
because because now it's like you said recreation there's yeah what is on um was that king street by tamashiro market you go down there's a there's a um yeah yeah on the left what, side yeah. still there <laughs> still there that's been there the for, name keep diff- uh, changing but it's still there and it's just where the tongan men go yeah and, and that's just, not the only place really so if you go down another mile down uh-huh. yeah by uh, more closer to the nissan oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah? By umi street but before you hit the nissan uh-huh. i think it's like where ray's food oh <laughs> serious? it's on the left it's a church one oh upstairs. i see yeah that, so they, they drink have kava at church, and th- see the one on King Street. I just every every once in a while I'll be driving late at night, and there'll be an uncle just sleeping on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it, it's important. So when people come together, um, kava is always always served. Yes. Um, as as we learn more about Tongan culture, um, we talked about how dad's responsibility um, to the king and setting up protocol. And, and all of that and you you've acquired and he's gifted you with all this knowledge of Tongan culture what's one of the first things that you that you um, as Hawaii say Pili to got close to was it music was it dance what, what was it for you it was the dance it was dance um, what are the, what do they call Tongan dance like Hawaii hula atau olunga atau olunga yeah and that's and so ha- with the T, excuse me, mm-hmm, the you use a D. D, ah. Tau Olunga. You know what I like about that, Iam Tonga, on the yeah. kind? He just, he, that's what he shared. They go, they, he said something, he goes, oh, in Tonga, we used to say the T like a D. And I love that, the fact that he shared that on national TV. <laughs> um, I know, <laughs> right? <me. laughs> I know. But um, so you adhere to the, to the dance. Um, how many different dances are there? Like, because I remember you, t- what did we do? This I told you, again, we old. We had the... Um, at Cove, we did the... Um, we did, at one time, we did the soke. The soke, that's the yeah. one. We just whack everybody. Right. We whacked <laughs> even when a tourist. I, re- I remember was, because um, OB wanted to do like an eight-person Yeah, soke, vaka. And we, and we were like, wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. So if, if people don't know what we're talking about, explain what the soke is. Soke is a, is a dance, and I know some people are familiar with it because they start, the, it's with a long sticks and a short sticks, uh-huh. and then they, you sing the song, and then you, you whack each other, and you <laughs> swing it, so it's more like a, and they call it a vaka. Uh-huh. Vaka is four, four dancers, and then usually in O'Brien one, it eight, uh-huh. which is, that means, but we don't have that enough people <laughs> on the stage, right? But um, it's a... It's a dance that we took mm-hmm. from another, I think, if I'm not mistaken, from the Wallace people. Oh, really? Yeah. And and it's just like how we do Ma'ulu'ulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We take that from the Samoan, and we call it ours. Nice. Yeah, with the, with the drum. Because uh-huh. like the Samoan, they do the with the can, yeah. and they do kasala. Yeah. And for us, it's the, ba- the drum, the drum. big drum. Mm, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So imagine, so okay, there's all of us on stage. We got these long sticks, and it, it's like this beautiful organized chaos because you're moving from position to position, right. like really closely, and you have having to hit the other people's stick, top, bottom, everything. And if if you move at the wrong time, 
bang. You get right in the head. Or if you move late. If you move late. You're going to get crying. So that's one you taught. And we the girls did one too, yes, right? Yes, they did the Taolonga. Taolonga. I love yeah. that they did it on the, the ramp. And I always loved it because um, when you would teach, you, you always had that with the, the, the girls especially because you had to have that look of power but look of soft yes and some of our girls was a little bit rough and little was like girls come on yes um <laughs> what other dances um did they have in Tonga? we did well we got the mako that's right yeah we did the mako as well oh yeah yeah um explain to our friends what mako is so the mako it, well like i said again it it comes from um other cultures other culture and, culture, and like it's that. a mixed mm-hmm. and and the original of that song is of a another language, but some similar oh, Tongan. No way. Yeah. Something I learned. Yeah. Um, Kailau. Kailau. We're doing Kailau now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kailau is with the um, the, it, with uh, the spear. Kailau. Oh, the so spear. So that one is a war dance. Mm. Um, only men do that. And the men do them. Wow. The women, we can put them in. Yeah. Yeah, we can put the the women in, but it's it's not really feminine, uh, you know. Right, right. In the Tongan to look mm. at the girl, she's squatting her legs, oh, you know. Right, right, you right, know right. what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> As we go on, I'm thinking about all these things that I recognize in Tongan culture. Explain to us, you know, when somebody when somebody passes away, um, women cutting their hair. Yes. How come? It's a show of respect. In in the Tongan culture, to be a woman is to have beautiful hair. That's that's your you know, that's your mana, your hair. And then so when your hair is cut, it's not just for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's only your father. Wow. Your father's brothers. Because okay. they are because in the Tongan language, we only have one word for for father uncle. Huh? It's wow. tamai. Wow. Tamai, Ta- tamai is, is father. Mm-hmm. So they are your father figure. Wow. Because I, I always see, um, you know, people now, they post videos, but it's such a, it's such a huge ceremony. Yeah. Um, and then they, they cut their hair, and it's, it's, it's almost amazing that sometimes they look on their face, they don't want to do it, but they know they have to do it. Yeah. What do they do with the hair after? Well, the person who cuts the fahu, yeah, yeah, which would be their dad's sister okay. or their dad's dad's sister, uh, depending on how the family, if they want the immediate closest mm-hmm. kin or the next over, mm-hmm. yeah? She keeps that. And, and back in the days, my mother would braid because mm-hmm. my mother was the... She was a fahu of all her six sibling oh, wow. brothers, right. yeah. But when those things happened, she would collect them and she would make. Um, she braid it up and make kaffa. Wow. We call it kaffa, you know, the to wrap to, to hold you, your ta'awala. Yeah. yeah, out of hair, out of real hair. Wow, and that would be their hair. Wow, and do do the, is there still people that have that today or do now that? People today? still do that now. Wow. You know, the older generation. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, with the younger generation, yeah. yeah. Um, 
and also I see, you know, I, I don't know if it's just for that somebody passing, but when they put the, um, after they, they put the lauhala, uh, the mat over them, is that just a sign of respect? Or? So this is what it is. When you go to a Tongan funeral, you usually know how you are related to the person, <laughs> the death, but uh, how, what you, you wear. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So if you're wearing a big ta'awala, but not covering your head, you're more like um, second generation, third wow. generation, but you still, that's a father, mm. yeah? Okay. Or that's your dad's sister. Right. The ones that come burying mm. over the head, that is their immediate, their father, their father's sister. You know, I and I was just at a, a, a haircutting like that, and it's on TikTok now. No, is, okay, so what... what Speaking of that, now that there's social media, now that all these things, in, in one aspect, it's like, wow, people get to see the culture, right? Because it's out there. People are posting it. At the same time, um, is it one of those things like, no, you shouldn't put that on? Like in, in traditional Hawaiian healing, a lot of times Kupuna would tell me, no, you don't share that. You don't share that. You don't put that on. There's some things. Here. Is it like that or is it just every, you um, cannot really control? For the haircutting, it's mm. fine. Mm. There are certain other things mm. that in the Tongan they don't. You just don't. Yeah, that's taboo, and they'll know. Oh, I yeah. Like that. Um, can we? I want to definitely bring you back again because we. <laughs> I mean, you know, you. I. I always. You're the encyclopedia for me of of, of Tongan culture or, or Polynesian in general because you do everything. Um, but mahalo, mahalo for making time. Thank you so much no for problem. being here. I'm excited that I finally got you here. Uh, this is what we do. We create this space to sh talk, share, and learn culture. Today, it was all about Tongan culture. You got um, You want to share with us? Comment down below. That's what we do. It's culturized. Mm -hmm.